0: Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. This is my new sexy, rough voice because I went to the doctor today, and apparently I have a bit of the strep throat, so deal with it, folks. I showed up for work today. I'm putting in the hours or the few minutes it takes to do this right now, (laughs) but... um, Hopefully in no time, my voice will be back to 100%. But don't worry, you don't have to listen to it like this throughout the entire episode. This is a re-release of an earlier episode that came out uh, June of 2012 with the very funny comedian Chris Fairbanks. Thought I'd bring it back for your August approval. If you want to see Chris live, you should go to his website. And a great way to get through his website is through our website, TravelTalesPodcast.com. If you go there, you can see photos of Chris. You can see a video link. And there's a link to Chris's website there. So go to TravelTalesPodcast.com and see all the other stuff we have on the website. You can see links to our social media pages, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. And if you're going to iTunes, why not give us a nice rating, huh? Boost our presence, helps people find the show, costs you nothing. It's a win-win for everybody. So please do that. And if you want to write me, we have a new email address. TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com That's it for the business. I'm going to come back with my voice stronger, meaner, and nastier than ever. Or maybe I'll just keep it like this. Gives me character, right? I sound like the most interesting man in the world. Stay thirsty, my friends. Enjoy Chris Fairbanks. Stay thirsty.
1: Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm here with Chris Fairbanks. Hi! How are you, buddy? We get right into it. We are. A lot of podcasts, they'll like, have their own
2: self-indulgent conversation.
1: I could do plugs right in front of you and then tell you to shut up.
2: Yeah, I said they, (laughs) because a lot of them have a co-host. It'd be weird if you went on for 15 minutes on your own before you involved me.
1: (laughs) Oh, like, it it happens,
2: though. Just plugs and then just this schizophrenic (laughs) argument. And there you are, just sitting there. Yeah, while you're yelling at yourself to get your hand out of your own pocket. (laughs) right. Get my hand out of my pocket. (laughs) Mike, uh, you know, I can come back
1: when it's a better time. When you're not spiraling downward. Uh, How should we describe... Like, you're a comedian, but... um Extreme athlete? Can I say that? Or no, that's you not can't. even
2: no. A uh, guy with it rheumatoid... sounds much cooler though. Can I try comedian with rheumatoid arthritis? <laughs> Does that have that same biting edge?
1: I like extreme rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. That? Oh yeah. That's much it, better. This
2: ain't your grandpa's rheumatoid. <laughs> this is uh, this is affecting my base jumping and karate kicks.
1: <laughs> well, I know. You're, I mean, you are a comedian, but uh-huh. uh, you're so much more. I... Uh, you you host as well as I do, but you do it on a more sports oriented thing. Well yeah, I uh and not at your are you're doing very well, by the way. No, I'm unemployed. I love... I'm unemployed. How's that? Oh well.
2: Well look at me. Look at me. <laughs> King of the podcast. Oh, I'm
1: turning the tables right on you. Now.
2: <laughs> I uh yeah. I always skateboarded and snowboarded. I grew up doing that. And so I always had an interest in that but never thought it would collide with my comedy career and then at Fuel TV they were doing they wanted to do comedic coverage of of those events like skate events or uh, or just events in general and uh, which was cool it's like
1: what was Fuel TV called before it was Fuel TV? I think it was called Blue Torch. Okay. Yeah,
2: and then the guys who did like late at night if you turned on the TV and there was surfing all of a sudden instead of an infomercial that was them kind of learning how to have their own network, and then they joined up with Fox TV. And ultimately, the guys at Fox ended up kind of ruining our show. And now it's <laughs> UFC. It's UFC fighting. All of Fuel TV is just—80% of it now is, is UFC fights. Dana White went from Spike to, to Fox, and so they, they put all the lower-level fights on Fuel. So no more <laughs> skating and chicanery and comedy.
1: So and uh, now are you completely into that? Are you an Ultimate Fighting guy? You know? Yeah, it turns out all my interests just uh, pivoted on what Fuel was airing. <laughs> uh, I like this now. I uh, yeah. forget what I did the rest of my life. Yeah,
2: I know. I I I like UFC. I always uh, would go to a gathering if someone paid for the fights, but it was weird to have it take away what I was really interested in, and then I had disdain for uh, UFC all of a sudden right. just because it didn't. I felt like it didn't belong at the, an action sports network, which is typically those sports aren't as aggressive. Like they're solo sports, but they aren't competition sports like skating, surfing, and snowboarding. I mean, it's silly that there's even contests, really, uh, <laughs> for that, because it's, it's uh, you know, those are like artistic expressions almost, whereas. UFC or even golf, which you do on your own, it's it's on a point system. You have
1: to. It's well, people say about this. About uh, this came in because of boxing now and the the Pacquiao fight. Mm -hmm. I hate anything with judges. Yeah, whether it's like gymnastics or it's just too random. I especially gymnastics. Yes. When they're oh, the Russian judge didn't. Well, fuck uh, him. She's a 12 year old girl. <laughs> she
2: broke her ankle. Could you right. not talk about how she just disgraced her family? <laughs> Let's give her a moment. Her career's over. Right. Uh, just because when they land perfectly and then kind of step to the side because a bone is jetting out. <laughs> not to bring back memories. Wow. Of, of you're your staring injury. right here. Yeah. At my right at your air cast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, that's funny. Olympic commentators.
1: <laughs> well, the, now that you're on the, uh, this network, your target demographic is probably, what, 14-year-old boys is that you're yeah, middle it, of the road right it there? It totally
2: was. And then, and then we, the show we had where athletes had just come on and we'd talk about their new shoe or <laughs> something, uh, became a panel comedy-based panel, Chelsea Lately type show, but with athletes and actors and comics coming mm-hmm. on. So we'd write jokes uh, for that, and it maybe didn't belong at Fuel, and then all of a sudden the parents of these 14-year-olds were watching it. So our our audience was confused, I think. <laughs> so it, it, in their defense, uh, the people that that came and turned it into UFC Network, we we weren't getting... You could have all the surfers and skaters and snowboarders in the world... Watch TV at once with their parents, and it wouldn't reach the level of viewership that UFC is because right. it's the fastest growing spectator sport there is. But just it just doesn't give me a boner. So, <laughs> uh,
1: well, the business is here to give you a boner. Yeah, sure. I think every
2: every choice <laughs> I make in my career is based on it's gauged by boners. <laughs> the boner system.
1: Well, that's uh, the worst thing. Like I've I finally got on TV, like thinking, okay. This would be the one time it'd be great mm. to be noticed by, uh, say, a woman, uh, an attractive woman outside in public and going, hey, that's the guy from so-and-so. Yeah. But I got on like HGTV and it was like old people and gay men. Yeah. Pretty much. That was like 90% of my fan mail. It was <laughs> gay gay men and uh, old people. You're just hoping at one
2: point you run into it. They, they're they with their granddaughter Or, <laughs> yeah, the, or the gay exactly. guys maybe with uh, that Yeah, the woman. straight friend Yeah, the straight friend the fag yeah, hag. yeah, there we go I was going to use that <laughs> phrase But I got nervous I, I got know nervous I should, Is, say is that egg. correct? It's probably not Well, it's like it's, it's okay for the fag hag to say it It's right And you're saying it in the context Like if it were in a rap song And they said fag yes. hag It's okay <laughs> for you to say fag hag
1: If it's in a rap lyric
2: (laughs) I wish it was I wish that that's what guys rapped about
1: So let's start, since this is a travel thing Of course You started, I know you grew up in like a pretty out of the way place Yeah, Missoula, Montana Missoula, Montana Yeah Population, what?
2: Oh, I think now, I mean there's a legitimate college there That brings in about
1: University of Montana
2: 20,000 people I think so it fluctuates between uh, six, school
1: lets out goes down to three thousand.
2: Right, yeah, sixty five thousand. <laughs> I think without the school, and then wow. and then it goes up to eighty. So it's not. It's a decent for Montana, our fourth largest state that doesn't even have a million people in the whole state. It's a
1: legitimate part of it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. How it's, many it's Congress no people from there? You got two senators and what? Maybe two Congress people. I think. Yeah, I think it's the bare minimum.
2: Oh, totally. This is why I hate the Senate. I think it's two and two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know my feelings on these states. The uh, We need one Dakota. That's it. Yeah. No need for two.
2: Why is there two? No need Just for two. Just to differentiate between <laughs> silt oil mining and gold panning? <laughs> right. Well, we have this border here. They're oil guys. We're gold guys. <laughs> and, we, and in Montana, we always... Other people have Polish jokes or whatever, but I... Montana is predominantly white. Yeah, it's really uh,
1: ethnically diverse.
2: Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. It's 90%. between German and Scottish immigrants. Uh, yeah, okay. and then and then uh, Native Americans mm-hmm. that we guiltily keep on reservations. There, it's mostly white people. So we had jokes about North Dakotans, <laughs> not South Dakotans. They no, were, the, they were cool.
1: They're city folk, but uh, yeah, they're, what did, they're what sophisticated did, over there. What did
2: the North Dakotans say to the hot dog vendor or whatever? That was uh, that was. That's something I just made up, by the right. way. There's no <laughs> there's no punchline. There's to no that? punchline to that, okay. no. They're just the fact that he has a conversation with a hot dog vendor, those dumb <laughs> North Dakotans. Am I right?
1: Right, here, right. here. <laughs> so did you know growing up, did your family travel much or did you get out? Did you know you were in a like a kind of a remote place? We
2: came here. My dad is from down here. He was a radio guy in the Bay area and went to art school in San Diego. So So how the hell did I you I was end born up in- here. But we we drove back up because that's where they went to high school. They wanted me to oh, have yeah. a relationship with my drunk, disconnected <laughs> grandparents. <laughs> the, yeah, that he's still cheap cost of living. Cheap Sorry, of I moved living. you here because of your grandparents. And it yes, very cheap housing. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but I'm so glad I grew up there. It's beautiful. It's where they shot a river runs through it. Like that's right. that's what kind of made still uh, made Montana famous and why why people go and retire there. But, yeah. But so did, that, your,
1: but did, your fam- did your family have like a sense of, well, we got to show Chris the, uh, the rest of the world, or he'll find it on his own? or oh, Some like- people from a small town go, why would you want to leave? why Yeah,
2: I, don't, I think that we just didn't have money to travel too much, but we, we, we did get in the car and drive down here a lot. Like, okay, we would so you drive, went to California. We would do the coast drive. I probably did that eight times as a, as okay. a young person, like go to San Diego. And see his old stomping grounds and meet uh, So it was someone who and,
1: it was into skateboarding. Yeah. This was like heaven for you. Totally. Because this is where it all
2: started. My really. whole life I've wanted to live down here. And now that I'm uh, – my, my skateboarding years at any level are, are, are counting down. And it's, <laughs> it's funny how nostalgic for Montana I've become now that I don't live there. I go back and I'm like, wow, this mountain thing is – Kind of cool. I kind of want to go hunting for the first time in my life. Like, I really, when I go back, I really appreciate it. So you can see
1: why your parents left and went back there. Yes. They left California. Totally.
2: Totally. And Monterey is where I was born. That's beautiful there. It's gorgeous. But it's it's a place for rich people to make sculptures of dolphins and stuff. It's not...
1: Did they want to get away from the hippies? Was that their thing? My or were they kind of hippie like? Every other sentence is goddamn hippie. Is no, it? No, my dad had
2: satin <laughs> shirts and a huge afro. Oh, yeah? And he has a radio DJ, Daddy Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did he do that in Montana? He did that. And he did a talk radio and would
1: write jokes and sell them to Pauly Shore's dad. And so he. <laughs> I worked with that guy. Oh, did you? Yeah. Him and Polly were doing a show together in Myrtle Beach. Oh, wow. And, uh,. I was like I headlined during the week, uh-huh. and they were the special event when they came in. What was this? Because what was Sammy Shore? Yeah, Sammy. Sammy, because he
2: opened up the uh, comedy store. The comedy yeah. store, and, and then... my dad never knew that. He's like just naming. he lost it to his wife, right?
1: I, I wonder what. It was? that I When they broke that. up, she
2: got the club, or something. I don't know that story. Yet. Yeah, Mitty. That'd feel good if you're a comic. <laughs> Yeah. And, and your wife Yoko's her way into the comedy store.
1: exactly, And then you lose it in the 70s right before the big 80s comedy boom. Yeah. And everybody's oh, man. making money hand over fist. I think we all
2: just realized how depressed Sammy Shore is right now <laughs> sitting in his home rocking. And the...
1: Paulie's his son. Yeah. That, oh, there's that's got to hurt,
2: too. That, that's, that'll, that's, your, that's its own fetal position right there. It's what just... a week that was. But uh, I Oh, about. I bet. When was that?
1: This is probably late 90s. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and Pauly would would go up, and Sammy would go up, and uh-huh. he'd tell his old jokes, and then Pauly Some of would them, come up. My and, dad maybe sold them yeah, for <laughs> <could> twenty dollars. <laughs> That's so funny, yeah. But so imagine you as a kid, you come from Montana, mm-hmm. you come down here, you see it, you're skateboarding. Uh, did uh, did that give you a sense of like, oh man, I want to like. Move here? Do I want to travel more? I want to I d- get out? I,
2: I dressed like I was in, from California. In, in the Montana. snow? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah it's snow, three feet of snow, and I bleached hair. Bleached? <laughs> oh, yeah. I wanted blonde hair. I wanted to be a blonde-haired surfer guy. Mm-hmm. That was always my.
1: And did this get you beat up in uh, Montana with the cowboys up there? Yeah,
2: I <laughs> yeah, think did. I'm getting a deviated septum surgery next month due to <laughs> due to
1: frequent punchings.
2: In Montana. This is like
1: boys don't cry territory. This yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it's this the, is the hardcore. same.
2: It's the same as being a hee just <laughs> being a skateboarder there. Uh, yeah, that that did happen a lot. I go back now and it's not that way at all. It's just yeah. Everyone's wearing tight pants and fixed gear bikes, and
1: but we forget. Well, now with uh, the internet and you know TV and everything mm. else, everybody sees. The, you know, you travel around as a stand-up. All the references, everybody gets it. Yeah, you know, so it's not like it was where they were pretty remote and it, shut out. Even and, the biggest redneck now knows more than just
2: Tony Hawk when they talk about yeah. skateboarding because they're listening to hip hop. They're like, and oh, the Sex Games is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I kind of like rap music. Like it's <laughs> so funny, even just. Since if I compare it to the early nineties, how everything I was interested in wasn't cool at all there and now it is everywhere. Like I've just missed the boat. I'm so jealous of young people that have the exact same interests I did nowadays. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how easy it is.
1: So did you leave to go away to school or did you go to college? I
2: went to University of Montana.
1: So you stayed? Yep. For that. And then you get
2: out. When did comedy start? I moved, I was in a sketch group in Missoula We'd do these
1: bars, like
2: or improv, we did short form Home
1: of improv, Missoula, oh, Montana is. Yeah, A lot
2: of people call it the birthplace of comedy <laughs> I think that maybe the Catskills <laughs> or something Or maybe Hollywood is better But uh, So I, uh, one of the girls in the group uh, was my girlfriend She wanted to go to UT, or she got into UT And so I moved to Austin And just kind of accidentally started doing stand-up mm-hmm. Uh, opening for the likes of Jimmy Pardo's and Eddie sure. Gosling's. <laughs> Singular.
1: There's just one of yeah, each just of those one, guys. The Gosling's? Yeah, yeah, the Gosling's. And the Pardo's? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this is that the Cap City Comedy yep. Club
2: and all that? That's my. That's where I started, And the Velveeta Room. Yeah. And, uh, and then she. we both moved here together, me and this girl. Now she's married to Bill Hader. They're doing very well. She's directing films. <laughs> I'm still I'm doing, uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> i'm doing all right you just been kicked out of your apartment yeah You're yeah doing well i just moved into a new place there's a litter box in my closet <laughs> that i ma- i maintain that's embarrassing there really is i uh they, there's no pets allowed i'm like well my cat has to be an indoor cat now i put a litter box in the closet which is going to make it hard to travel
1: yes it will, it will well, make- is this a new thing because yeah. you said no, no, no pets allowed, and you, I just thought the litter box was there for you. That was yeah, there. no,
2: that's just... I you just know, keep it. You get lazy. The bathroom <laughs> is down the hall. and My hall granted. I'm
1: going to get off my ass. I've go missed. to the other side of the
2: apartment. So I just hunch over the cat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it works great. As long as I scoop it. <laughs> it's my pheromones, so I'm getting used to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm worried about... I'm leaving. I'm going to Montana Friday, actually, for a family visit and uh yeah what am i gonna do with that cat I this is know. why
1: i don't have pets it's hard yeah i don't have pets
2: it is it especially if you had a dog or uh, dogs are like having it's like
1: children you gotta children. you really gotta have it set up like somebody's gonna come in all the time or they you stay get, at somebody else's house yeah you gotta have an extra 100 do it. You know, 200 bucks to why get did you get some, a cat
2: i uh, is- i was living with Tignataro, she started feeding this cat that was in the street with like an eye patch and worms mm. and missing hair patches and I was like, if you feed that cat, we're gonna have a cat. And yeah, we did. But I'm so glad she did. It's
1: But Tig didn't take the cat? No,
2: Tig moved downtown. Uh we lived together like seven years, so we had this cat. But then You
1: lived with Tig for seven years? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah, we were almost recognized by the state, I think.
1: <laughs> but uh the sex life, the sex we had was horrible. I see. I <laughs> <Yeah>. really <laughs> For can't people who don't know. <laughs> Tig is uh, not of the uh, straight Not uh, of the, gender, the boner uh, club, <laughs> we yeah. like to call it. <laughs> Although I smell sitcom. Uh, I, She's gay, he's not. <laughs> they have a cat. He skates boards, he skateboards.
2: It's crazy. <laughs> he has a litter box. <laughs> and then people are falling asleep already.
1: <laughs> uh, just. So you do comedy, mm-hmm. you travel around the country, you see the country.
2: Yeah, the fuel job, we were going places... All the time to cover events, I mean, within the United States usually, but they're Did you always, ever, always dangling Hawaii or Australia over our heads. And never follow through? No, no, I never oh. got to go to, I, t- to be honest, I haven't, I've been to Canada,
1: beautiful country. Which is uh, a big jump from Montana. Oh, yeah, so.
2: What was that, a two-hour drive? Oh, it's, you can, it's a quick hike <laughs> yeah. through a couple national parks. Uh, so I've you been,
1: spread your wings and went up to Alberta, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or Manitoba?
2: So my oats a little bit. <laughs> uh, and then I've been to Costa Rica, and I've been on some tropical, uh, you know, Central, uh, South America, those, those, like on cruise ships even. Did you uh, perform on a cruise? No, I've never done that. No, I me neither. I remember watching the comic and thinking, this guy's pretty good, and I would not want to have this gig, because you want to talk geriatric fans. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. oh,
1: yeah, and they want you squeaky clean. Yeah, and I don't
2: think I'm even.
1: It's like honest. doing Vegas, but you can't get off the hotel. Right. You, know? you can't get out. Right. And you got to do your show, and if you suck, you got to see the people make, over and over yeah, and over again. Make an eye hey, concept. there's the guy that sucked last night. That would be.
2: I thought about that too. Mm. Because, But at the same time, I watched this comic the whole week, have a free vacation.
1: That's the only thing I envy. Yeah. And I, I still I get these updates from people on the road, and it's like, hey, we're in the Bahamas, we're right. in, uh, you know, St. Barts, and like, holy shit, that sounds nice. It would be, it would have to be one of those young
2: person Bud Light cruises, or yeah, then or you're on some of-
1: crazy carnival. I and mean, some of them have like regular clubs that there's no language restrictions and stuff. They're, they might have an early show that oh, you got to wow. be clean, but some of them have a late night. See, that'd be a pretty sweet gig. That could be all right, yeah. But I do hear once you're on those things, you're like out of the business. I mean, nobody. Oh. You might as well be on Mars. You know what I mean? You can't get calls. You right. know, like, your phone doesn't get reception right. or whatever, and you know, your agent could call you with anything. And it was like, uh, I'm on a ship. Yeah, I guess am on would... a ship. I'm in the middle of the ocean. What Isn't can I do? Isn't that funny how
2: helpless we feel when <laughs> Yeah. Then I went to Lake Arrowhead for this Max Fun Con, this, this podcast. Oh, right, uh, right. Uh, uh, gathering, like a retreat. For, well, uh, I've never been. Do you believe that? Yeah, it's it's it was really nice, it, it, but uh, I was in a panic the whole time because I... Didn't have internet, and my phone wasn't working. I was you like, know, it God. wasn't that long ago. We did just fine without it. I was really late in getting a <laughs> cell phone, too. I was like, nah, I don't need that. I don't, like, I maybe, it was within the last 10 years, I finally.
1: I was, I was pretty late to that, too. I didn't get one until I moved out here. Yeah. And I remember I lived in New York, and I still had a pager. Uh-huh. And because, you know, there was a pay phone every corner and so if somebody needed you oh i got beeped i'll go to the payphone, and now for, forget it there's no payphone. and
2: you just found yourself uh dealing drugs just because you have a it <laughs> exactly. goes along with and doing surgery yeah. emergency
1: <laughs> surgery if I, you yeah. never
2: know both are pretty good jobs <laughs> chilling out dime
1: bags and pulling out bad spleens but you'd be surprised i just did three months on the road out of the country and i didn't have a working phone uh-huh. i mean i had my iphone but it I could get Wi-Fi, right? If I really needed it, but a lot of places you can't get it, and I didn't miss it at yeah. all un- oh. until you want to meet up with someone, right? That's when that's when phones really have their chance right. to shine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'll meet
2: you with. Oh, Jesus! How am I going to? It's yeah. My social life is is if if I lose my phone, I just I don't I don't remember. <laughs> Who remembers phone numbers?
1: That's the other thing.
2: Yeah. I have no idea anybody's phone number. If you lose a phone and you're in a new place, just you might as well make yourself part <laughs> of the community because everyone <laughs> at home here, everyone at home has forgotten about you.
1: <laughs> so tell me, in Costa Rica, were you just on holiday? What were I you doing? went on a I surf w- trip. I went to surf school there. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. Wow,
2: I bet we ran into some of the guys. I was in Nosara? Yep. So you've you been. Okay. Yep. And they have they have uh yeah, that yoga retreat where they're so occasionally you'll see a glimpse of a beautiful girl, but they're focused and they're working on their chi or they <laughs> they got
1: whatever. that rolled up mat under their Yeah, arms. yeah. And so but other than
2: that, it's a pretty sleepy town and I went with three couples. And so you, I, three couples. And you, yeah, yeah. It was oh, a the seventh, seventh wheel, weekend. yeah. Uh, so, at night, they they would curl up in hammocks, and mm. and uh, and the the guys I went with were hardcore surfers. They want to wake up at six, even though it was raining, and there were logs in the waves, like some river had overflowed, thrown all these these old waterlogged logs out into the ocean, <laughs> and then the wave would break with big heavy logs one of them hit my ankle, oh my God. and my ankle was sore most of the time. <laughs> and everyone had ear infections. So to be honest, I
1: didn't... Not the best the uh, week surf, of surfing.
2: Yeah, the surfing for me wasn't... And I'm not good. Oh, it's really? frustrating yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, it was hard for me. I, I had never learned. I mean, that's where I went to learn. So uh-huh. I went to this camp. And uh, for anybody out there who's thinking of doing this, n- don't... Anywhere in, this counts for anywhere in South America. Don't prepay food. Because the food is, like, it's rice and beans oh, and every, chicken. Everything. It costs rice. nothing. It's, yeah. it's like two bucks. So yeah. they'll charge you way more right. than what you get. So, first of all, don't do that. Yeah, that's bad. Second of all, I, I prepaid for, like, uh, all these lessons. Uh-huh. So there was supposed to be two sessions a day. So we would get up in the morning and have an instructor. We'd uh-huh. go out. And then we basically, you, could, you had the day to yourself, read to uh-huh. nap. And it's really hot, so you end yeah. up sleeping a lot. And, yeah. And then we would have, like, an evening session. But so the first two days when I'm learning, it was great. Yeah. Days, the rest of the week, you're basically telling you the same stuff. Right. You could just go out all day and practice on your own.
2: Right. You only need yeah. the, the first, you know, three And a couple times four. it was pretty
1: big waves. And basically my instructor, who's this, like, white guy with dreadlocks uh, from Jersey. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I'm not going to take you out there. And I basically watched him. Surf and I'm like, you know that's you know, I kind of paid for you to yeah, teach me, and he's out there surfing, I'm like, mm, okay,
2: yeah, is that a way, yeah, just watch and learn, just man. watch and learn. <laughs> that's not a lesson <laughs> yeah. that's that's something the bad guy says at the end of big Wednesday, <laughs> watch and learn, sorry, North Shore
1: uh, big Wednesday was great Did you that's you ever hear Rich great... Brown's joke on that? No, no, I haven't. He saw he watched Big Wednesday and he said, I want oh, he I, it's like I wanted to look like Jan Michael Vincent. Uh. And then so nowadays I stopped drinking because I was starting to look like Jan Michael Vincent. <laughs> 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 How he looks today, which is a god awful mess. Yeah. But in that movie Big Wednesday, he's like the most beautiful young dude. Yeah, even, even uh Scary Busey was, was yeah. the handsome <laughs>
2: guy in that <laughs> everyone thought he was Nick Nolte. Do you know many times I've bet people at parties that uh, Nick Nolte is not Gary Busey in one. <laughs> People confuse the two, but he does. I do World's Dumbest now where you uh, just make jokes about. It uh, well, used clips? to be World's Dumbest Police videos in, yeah, 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 on on True TV. And uh, Gary Busey's one of the guys. Oh. And man, he, out of his
1: mind, completely
2: well, out of his mind. I think he got in a major motorcycle. Yeah, wreck yeah, yeah without his he's helmet. He's got like a sunken in eye. And yeah, it's definite brain damage there. Hey, hey, man. Hey, brother. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, don't, don't hurt me. He's huge, <laughs> and he's scary. And uh, he's not the same guy from Big Wednesday.
1: No. So uh, Costa Rica, you went down there. Did you see any of the other country? Did you go up to the volcano and the, the hot springs and the, do all that, the we, we jungle? We should have done more.
2: I wish we had rented a car, because we didn't. Oh, we how did just, you get there? We were a walk- little tiny airplane, a little airplane that went to San uh, Did you uh, land San at Jose.
1: the Nosara Airport? Ah, uh, Yeah. Which is a, basically just a shed with a yeah. dirt runway?
2: Oh, yeah. They had to move some tires. <laughs> Yeah. so we landed in this scary plane that the wing was the first thing to touch the ground and then the <laughs> wheels that i remember that vividly oh nature air and and then nature the, air was that yeah what it was? oh my and god and then we got dropped off in the rain at some rice and bean right shack to have lozano sauce is that the green
1: oh i love that stuff. yeah
2: it's bad you bring it back but after you have it every day for a few, you know, it's kind of like oh, it's just salt water now. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, I I came back with bottles of that.
1: Oh, uh, I was trying to find it here. You can't find it here. No, you have no, to go to like some specialty yep. uh, Hispanic market or something. Yep. But boy, I got hooked on that stuff. I was but, putting out on everything before the end of the week. Yeah,
2: yeah, eggs. Yeah, it's the best stuff. But uh, we well, that got, was the other
1: thing. This um, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, it's all right. When we, I got dropped off the airport, part of this whole thing was going to be – this camp was going to pick you up at the airport. Right. I land. Nothing. Oh, great. Nobody. And there's literally – I'm sitting there with my bags and just alone. And it was, uh, I think it was like Christmas. It yeah. was Christmas Day or something. And I'm just sitting there and there's nothing. I'm literally watching a chicken cross the road <laughs> like from the airport because around that airport, there's nothing. You it's can't just, see. Before you continue, did you find out why? What, why they never showed up?
2: No, why that chicken was classic, <laughs> we, It's I mean, forever people lightheartedly come up with reasons that are to elicit a laugh. Never found but, out. Never yeah, found out. There was just some
1: feed over there. <laughs> There's got to be a reason. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I ended up getting a ride. Some, some old man said, finally, with, who barely spoke English, said, where are you going? Yeah. And in my broken Spanish, I got him the... Showed him where I'm supposed to go, and he took me there in his pickup.
2: Isn't it amazing though? Because I took Spanish in college and, and a little in high school, and just to fulfill a requirement. And but it comes back though. When man, you need it, once it. you need it, and once you're like we were staying in a house, and there's uh, two young guys that managed the property when people weren't staying in it, and uh, they wanted to learn English. Like they wanted to. Speak English, and so to explain things to them, I had to conjure up. I had flashcards, but then I was—I <laughs> don't have time to sift through these. Uh, uh, Banyo, of course, in a bathroom—it's all obviously left. But if you, yeah, if you, if you have to, it's amazing how your brain will tap into.
1: And the kicker is, we could really use it here in L.A. Yeah, yeah. I really want to get it better at it because, I mean, just to—it would make life so much easier. I right? wish.
2: Yeah. Had I known in college that I'd be living down here. And, and I, I would have paid more attention, yeah. Are
1: <laughs> you seeing in uh, Montana a lot more uh, Mexican immigration, too? No. Doesn't get up that far? No. Because uh, you go to, like, Colorado, and Denver's a huge Or Yeah, population. yeah, anywhere where there's,
2: like, it depends on what kind of farming is going on. Like, right. Boise, Idaho, I remember, that there's a club I used to always go there, uh, the Funny Bone there. And they, there's Mexican folks there because of sugar beet farming. Mm-hmm. like a specific farming that required a lot of manual work. labor yeah yeah i get. and in montana it's all traditional farming that probably isn't that lucrative i don't know how the <laughs> dirt is up there but it's more and more animal it's ranches right yeah. yeah cattle and all that other stuff yeah i don't think it's a big money-making industry <laughs> the farming in montana you'd think it would be but
1: is there oil up there
2: I think most of the oils in the Dakota, I wish that Montana is the lowest income state in our union. I think they no, flip flop it? with Mississippi every year, but there's just no industry up there. Yeah. There's just not a lot. I mean, we were making paper for a while. <laughs> I think there's cause there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of forest foresting. is. Uh,
1: yeah. Is there uh, skiing up there?
2: There's Great Skiing up
1: there. That's know? what I
2: thought. Yeah. What's the big uh, resort area up there? Big Mountain is the biggest one. Big Mountain. Yeah, but the best one. The best ones are in Bozeman, like Bridger Bowl and Big Sky and Okay. Big Mountain. Those are great mountains. I I grew up uh, on Snow Bowl in Missoula, which is a south facing mountain, so it would get snow back before Al Gore invented global warming. <laughs> it got snow. And now it doesn't anymore. Now it no. I, I, plus, it's facing the sun all day, so it was always frustrating. Like, if you build a ski area, anyone out there, like an evil <laughs> land developer from an 80s movie, uh, make do, sure it's not facing
1: do a northern exposure. the sun all day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. make sure it's facing north.
1: About so it. you went to Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Where else? In, you said you went to South America. And same
2: thing with me. We got dropped off at a rainy shack, and some dude pulled up. We're like, what are we going to do? And some guy from Florida is like, are you on Fuel TV? Which I never got recognized here, even here where it, everyone in Huntington Beach watches it. And I could go through a bar, hey, how are you? Hey, and no one would ever know. <laughs> right. But this one dude from Florida, and he gave us boards. We didn't have to rent boards. He would check in on us.
1: Wait, he knew you guys were coming. No, he, must have known. he just
2: drove by and said, "Hey, that dude's on Fuel." You got
1: recognized in, in Costa, Rica. Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah.
2: And that wow. guy by a surfer guy who was really nice. And yeah, that's how we had boards and everything. So that was a lucky, because usually, yeah, it's right. Well, fort- the surf camp, fourteen I, year old kid.
1: Yeah, the surf camp I was down there. They it was run by these two brothers from Hawaii who mm-hmm. had lived down there a long time. And uh, when I got stranded at the airport, and I had prepaid like, I want to say it was like a grand for a whole week. It was yeah. like seven days. This is including accommodation and everything else. Sure. But uh, you know, a pick up at the airport, you pay over you know a grand. Pick me up at the goddamn airport. Yeah. That's not that big of an operation. You know I'm coming. Right. And uh, I get there and it, it, like, uh, so where's the guy? who's What's his face? is running it. Oh, yeah. He's, uh, he's out in the water. right? Like a swell had come in. So he was out surfing. Yeah. He comes back and he goes, hey, man, welcome. I was like, yeah, I, my plane landed. To, you know, wh- yeah. what's the deal? He goes, oh, was that today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was today. See that When surfers are running things, you gotta... Or
2: just... I I like Hawaii, and I like Costa Rica, and I like paradise places, but first of all, we live here, so the impact of seeing beautiful palm trees... Yeah, yeah. there's some monkeys, but they're angry and they're throwing poop, so it's not... Everything there was kind of brown, like you said, it's really hot, bugs everywhere, bright red spiders that Mm -hmm. I assume will jump on my face and suck (laughs) the line. So I... And then the worst part is, yeah, there is no... People that are attracted to living in paradise, like obligation or deadlines or...
1: Manana, man. Or uh,
2: music. Pura uh, Vida. Yeah, Pura Vida. Let's listen to more (laughs) sublime. I've never... I haven't (laughs) heard any current music. And I I felt that way in Hawaii, too. And I I was in a beautiful place in Maui, like in in a farm area, like near the Dole factory. And everyone was... All they all cared about was surfing and bartending and and getting laid and and yeah. I, none of them voted, you know, like <laughs> yeah. And they all made fun of me for wearing socks. I'm a guy who wears socks. Okay, <laughs> I wear socks. So I wear shorts. You're People the man. Would point and laugh. Look at that guy in tube socks. And they're all. I'm like, yeah. You all flip flops and and your toes all look gross. Like you your toes look like ginger <laughs> root. Don't make Drew. fun of me. I'm like I'm. I wear socks, and I did. I went to those ABC stores in Hawaii. They they don't even sell socks. <laughs> I, I defy anyone in Hawaii to get a standard pair of white striped tube socks, which is my favorite. They don't. They don't sell them. With disdain, <laughs> they
1: they don't. Have- I've only been to, well, I've been to Maui a couple times, Mm -hmm. and I've been to Honolulu. Mm -hmm. But have you been to Kauai or any of those other ones? I've been to uh, Maui and Honolulu. Okay, and surfing, or were you working?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I surfed a little, but not enough for it to be a surf trip. I just went to see some girls. And then Chewy, the midget from Chelsea Lately, came and stayed there, too, because one of the girls was in Hawaii and said, oh, you should come and see us and he f- he landed there the day after i did and i had never watched the show but this you know 45 yeah. year old benchit man was there <laughs> and i'm like oh he's but he was the sweetest uh-huh. and he made us food and he had never swam ever he had never swam even in a swimming pool well he's like a bowling ball
1: that would was, yeah i mean don't you need arms and legs to really kind of yeah you know what
2: and- well let's they, uh, they help with treading water hugs
1: uh <laughs> Good he's point. Basically, a human pug. If
2: you hold a pug above the water, they kick those little legs, and you set them down. It's like a motorboat taking off. It's the best. I think pugs are the best swimming dogs, and and Chewy's a he's a, right, right. He's a pug with pants. But he, I, I put. They had like this when we went snorkeling one day. They had like this this uh, kickboard basically with a window, so uh, he could lay on it and look. And he was like. Treading with it, and he was sh- he was so scared just to lay on this thing. And I was like, oh. guiding it. He's like, "I'm swimming! I'm swimming!" And I'm like, "Yay!" Eh, not really, Julie. You're not. <laughs> you're on a floaty thing. Uh, so, like in Hawaii, you were working, or were you just vacationing? I was just uh, just on vacation. Yeah, I w- There's. I. It would be great to go there and do stand up. Wasn't there a comedy store there for a while?
1: You know what? It's a hard place to do. I did yeah. a show there when the first time. The first time I went. It was in Honolulu. I had worked with this guy in Vegas. Uh And he had met this couple from Honolulu. The guy was a lawyer. The woman ran some kind of clubs or something. And they wanted to do a comedy night. And uh, fly you there and everything? Well, I can't remember what the deal was. They they took care of our airfare. They got some really cheap airfare. And we stayed in the couple's house. Oh, okay. And I opened for this guy. Yeah. But you start to realize why there's no... Comedy, the the people there don't really have a lot of money. Right. You know, it's like, it's almost like a microcosm of America. There's like a small group of white people that have all the money. Yeah. And they have the big houses that they use maybe half the year, even with that. Yeah. And uh, they go to nice restaurants. They don't go to these. Clubs, or they yeah. stay home oh, in their okay. big giant house. So you were performing for the pissed off locals. The locals hate, who, hate white people. yeah, they hate howleys and they hate socks and they hate socks uh-huh. and they don't have a lot of money. You right. know, it, it, there's not a lot of money going. They sure. all work and they sell t-shirts and a yeah thing. So the club just didn't make anything. So yeah. it, the comedy never really worked out there. And then there was, I saw some local Hawaiian comics. Yeah. And it was all this slang, and I could understand yeah. maybe half of what they were saying. Man. Yeah, and it's just and it's such a kind of like it's their own little thing.
2: Yeah, and that I noticed that a lot, especially when I was staying in Maui. That did uh,
1: that they hate us? Yeah, and hate I hate us, man. And I
2: kind of felt bad. I'm like, yeah, maybe you should. I yeah, don't,
1: it's kind of your place. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I always, I always am like, yeah, I agree. Screw the white man. Yeah. All right native americans or native Hawaiians or anything anyway. but they
1: almost yeah. got a there's a big brain drain there almost like they have in uh places like florida mm. and f- arizona and stuff like that where the people who are really ambitious and are the best students and mm. they all leave they all got to leave yeah. if they're going to you know do better they either come here or the or bigger cities you know they don't they got to get up out of Hawaii because there's no opportunity.
2: There's a there's a comic here, you know Jonah Ray. He he's from Hawaii and oh, grew really? up there, and and as a white chubby kid in public schools, and has many a story of being pummeled. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but he, he does
1: pretty funny stand up about it. Yeah, it's like when they talk about Obama growing up there. It's like yeah. not a. I mean, he grew up in a place where they hate white people. Yeah. Much less, I mean, how many black guys were there other than yeah. the soldiers uh, stationed, you know, the Navy guys? Yeah, I've never there's even. There's no black people there. I've never there. thought of that. Yeah. And he's yeah. got to be really ostracized. and – God, you know, maybe
2: he could pass for Hawaiian, you know, with the right hat. <laughs> right. Just his whole childhood, Obama's like, "Hep grass skirt and luau's. Howdy. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Hey. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's just trying really hard to yeah. fit in. So you didn't life.
1: fit in with the the white crowd over there, or the natives. That yeah. was like, man, no wonder he wanted to get or the hell out the, of there. Or with the
2: terrorists that raised him, of course. <laughs> of course, yes, he probably didn't fit in there with the
1: that that's <laughs> the Ken- for the Kenyan terrorists That's for your confused elderly audience. Exactly, that, that joke was. <laughs> exactly. So we had Hawaii, Costa Rica, uh-huh. any other places that you have you been to Europe.
2: Uh, I haven't, man. I want to really? go. Really? I really want to go to Europe, and I, I always think, well, it's expensive. I'll do it later in life, but I, I, it's time. I think I need to just. I think you're ready. Yeah, I want to go to Spain. Why Spain Gre- in particular? Uh that was the first from, one that came to your. Just from photos that I've seen, it <laughs> looks nice. Uh, you like it? Yeah. And I,
1: plus, your Spanish is fantastic. Yeah, that
2: is impeccable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, those two semesters back in high school. Boy. Oh
2: man, a uh, solid C uh, <laughs> in my Spanish classes. But yeah, I, I really—it's time. And I—I I, there's a ch- chance that I'll go to London and do on the street interviews during the Olympics. Oh, that and would be I've awesome. Ta- yeah, it would be really awesome. And so I'm still—that was something where they said, "Well, we'll figure it out and get back to you." But I'm still. I think I, I think it's time that I email and go. well, What's the word? Because that I was really excited about about that. Just doing interviewing English people also that yeah, would be really fun. very easy. Yeah, I, even
1: for a bilingual guy like yourself. And, yeah. uh, and but I really yeah, it's you know it
2: takes a while getting used to uh, their language, their native language, which I believe is English. Mm-hmm uh but i yeah i want to stand up there though i'd really love to do i, I do too i would i would like that it's I, a
1: tough nut to crack if you can like anywhere but
2: but just knowing that they they appreciate dry you know sarcasm uh i i think i want to do stand up there i think it would go better than when i go down back down to austin and yodel to make them happy
1: <laughs> uh, you know it's funny we say that about because i grew up you know loving english humor and uh, yeah. like i was a huge money python guy and all these things and then everybody says oh yeah the the uh, english comics and their scene is they love the dry subtle thing yeah. and then you kind of watch a lot of their stuff it's really broad big and slapsticky that's and,
2: what i've heard that they're uh, from
1: from comics that are from there is
2: they're even though uh, English comedy has this, this reputation, they're kind of behind. Like, they would still have a crock Hunter joke guy yeah. or, or uh, a lot of airplane material. and it's.
1: When I was just on this trip, there was... Uh, just with a better vocabulary. Yes. And there was comedy everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, I went to a comedy night in uh, Berlin. I performed at an English comedy night in Berlin. It's on TV. Wow. I mean, Germany and comedy is not two things you, yeah. you put together, but the, it, it's cable. It's like the 80s. It's just people here. doing kind of funny marches. Yeah. It, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but it is like the, it's like the 80s here almost, yeah. where it's like they're starting to get a lot more channels. Yeah. You know, cable and satellite TV is growing, so they're going to fill it with something. And, and they're finding out that it's really cheap yeah. uh, programming. But I mean, you could still see, even not knowing the language. I could still see there was these guys doing these like silly characters, and yeah. it was really kind of broad, yeah, it, kind of easy stuff. It's you funny. Australia is going through the same thing I was talking about it with Eddie Ift. who, who was yeah.
2: Here. I was going to bring those guys, Eddie and Archbark or like them
1: becoming oh, they're kings over there in Australia,
2: yeah, uh, just by getting in at the right moment. And...
1: Yeah, and he says it's not like that anymore because now it, they do have cable, yeah, and things like uh, because they did this one show that was like. Carson back in the old days, mm-hmm. that once you were on it, everybody knew your name the next day. Oh, wow. And so you were a star kind of overnight. Like, Carson used to break people like that in the 60s yeah, and yeah, 70s, because yeah. everybody watched Carson, because that's all that was on. But now they know people like Daniel Tosh and stuff, because sure, sure. they get Comedy Central, and they're seeing... Oh, wow. And so it's hard enough to... It's harder now to break through all that, because there's...
2: It's funny, my, I did a stand-up special on Fuel, and and found... A porch There's fuel in Portugal and in Australia, and I found the Portuguese trailer for it. But what if, what if people watched my special in Australia and I just never went there? Well, it's too late now. It aired <laughs> yeah. over a year ago, but uh, and no one watched it here. It aired like six times, and then that's yeah. when the new regime took over fuel. But man, I probably should have gone to Australia right then.
1: Yeah, if they the know iron you. was
2: hot. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. <laughs>
1: But that was the other problem. They said, like, American comics will go there, and some will do pretty well, uh-huh. but they just don't go back. Huh. And, and Eddie just kept going back, and right. so they could build up a following, and there's not that many people. There's only 23 million people in Australia. Wow. There's more people in California than there are in Australia. Yeah, So it's not that hard continent. of a... It's huge, but, you know, you play... There's not that many cities you need yeah, to go to. Sydney and Melbourne, and Sydney and Melbourne, and then and maybe Brisbane and, and yeah. those kind of things and the surrounding areas. But in Adelaide, you know, that's it. I would, yeah, I would love to go to Australia. I think you'd like it. You're a surfer and.
2: I like yeah, and I everyone I've met from there, especially they're just friendly girls. They're from fun, there. aren't they? Yeah, that you could piss off, and they'll tell you, tear your face. Right. They'll get all romper stomper on you. But they're like Canadians with tans. Yeah, they are. they're, they're tan they really Canadians. are. They're very similar. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah,
1: it's about the same amount of people. They have their night. It's like yeah. a massive country, but few people in it. And just like Canada, there's a. Like, 80% of them live along the border, like, close uh. to the border of uh, America. And there, 80% of them live on the East Coast. Yeah. And the rest of the country is just this wide open, yeah, nothing. Yeah, I always
2: wonder about the upper-middle uh, Canada. Like, it's got to be so... There's... there's No one lives up there. Like, I can't... If you just no, look at a map, like, there's uh, like...
1: Eskimos, kind of. Yeah.
2: Or Inuit. Is that Inuit, the wrong? Inuit, I think. Yeah. I think uh, Inuit's... <laughs> It's mostly Eskimos and fag hags up there. But I find that... Uh, <laughs> I uh, the
1: politically correct Yes, show. Yes, of course.
2: In Canada, it's fine. You can no, also I... say cunt. I, uh, I, <laughs> I just did. Now, as an example. See what I mean? You can't say that here. What I said is a bad word. But in Canada, it's kind of in an English way. They use the C word all the time. <laughs>
1: Have you performed in Canada?
2: Uh, I'm going there next month. I'm going to the Calgary Folk Festival, which... It's funny. It's it's full like it's Mary and Carpenter and all these right these folk Gordon bands. Lightfoot
1: Gordon Lightfoot yeah to make an
2: appearance and and some indie rock guys that are kind of more acoustic or whatever uh, and you how a, does a that Neutral happen? Milk Hotel which is a band I like okay. a lot uh, they thought I was Canadian because I used to go to Calgary Funny Fest every year when I first started I went there like seven years until the festival just. Kept kind of the the uh, the gigs kept getting further and further out of town, and it it was just not getting better. So it,
1: Calgary that, Funny Fest, yeah, yeah, it's no one's heard. I mean, I think uh, so. I did Montreal. That was the only time I performed in Canada. Yeah, yeah, that that, that was Which the is other probably the biggest comedy yeah. festival in the world. Almost. And
2: this uh, Funny Fest is not, but it was. This is their rival. Fun.
1: This is it's their little fun. brother.
2: They're they're off the radar. Yeah. I, I don't think that uh, just for laughs knows about them. Was but, it uh,
1: many, uh Was it all? Canadian comics, or was there American guys?
2: Uh, there's a few American guys, and then I, but I would never—they'd be people I'm meeting for the first time. Right. Uh, Flip Schultz was there. A few, oh, okay. Yeah, and I knew him. Uh, that really—he's the only dude that comes to mind. And then some of the funnier Canadian comics would live here for a while, and I'd see them. But then, then what's Calgary out. like? I've never been. It's like uh, kind of like an oil tank It's kind of like Austin, uh, but not as proud. Yeah, yeah, it's but it's a, it's a blue-collar oil industry town. Like, their downtown is just uh, Husky, Exxon, you know, it's oh, a yeah. bunch of, um, but it, it's also kind of, uh, it's got the cowboy thing. Stampede, Stampede is a big deal there. And Have you uh, been to that? That always happened either the week before or after Funny Fest, so we'd get like the aftermath or the beginning of it. But uh,
1: it was just a massive rodeo, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I grew up around that, so I feel like the novelty of that would wear off pretty quick for me. Just drunk cowboys. That's like, that just would remind me of my childhood. You ever did that? You ever did that? That's good good English. (laughs) I done did it. I done did it. I done did that. No, one time in a rodeo, I ran after a, a, a cow and helped guys. You milk it into a little cup and you tackle the cow. And I felt bad. I thought, "Would you hurt. milk what?" Yeah, it's oh, just the sideshow thing. <laughs> you run after a cow, a baby one, or maybe a god. What? I don't even remember. Like it, maybe was it was a, a grease pig. Uh, maybe it was a sheep. Well, you start mentioning sheep, and now everyone's like, "Ah, oh, Montana." He's talking about sheep. <laughs> you know what? No one in Montana has ever. Had sex with a sheep, right? Maybe in the outskirts. Well, That's Dakota on. behavior. Yes. We all know it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did. That was the only thing I ever did in a rodeo. I don't, the first time I rode a horse was down here.
1: The, growing I, up in Montana, you've never once... Growing started. up with horses across the street. And I never, never
2: sat on one until I went to Mammoth.
1: and You're kidding. Yeah. Not even out of curiosity. You didn't just go... Hey, I was never curious to get on a big giant animal... You know what? I can be honest with you. I've never, never been on a horse.
2: Yeah, they're intimidated. I, but I, 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 again,
1: I didn't grow up in Montana. I was in Chicago.
2: Yeah, it's, I think I bet that, on
1: them. I bet on a number of them.
2: I think it was... Yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I bet with I've played poker with horses for a velvet <laughs> painting someone was doing. I'm sorry. I, went, I, uh, I don't know. I may have been part of my just wishing I was a California skater kid. It's, and I was like, eh, I don't mm. have time for horses. You know, what? maybe when I go back, I'll ride a horse. I, I, it's it's very enjoyable <laughs> to sit on horses.
1: I don't have the Christopher Reeve thing. It,
2: it gave me right, no desire. Yeah. My name's Christopher. I am. I have a penchant for landing on my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. It does come. <laughs> but to you mind. got
1: that nice hat to protect you and that gorgeous head oh, of hair. Oh, right.
2: I, I'm the hat guy. And by hats, <laughs> I also mean helmets. So I'll just, just get on a horse with a helmet. So
1: any. Any weird uh, travel stories in terms of, like, uh, getting somewhere? Any uh, plane incidents? Any uh, planes, trains, automobiles broken down?
2: Yeah, boy. Lost bags? I uh, uh,
1: Near death? Near Anything?
2: De- well, I... This is just... Flor- Florida's like going to another country.
1: It can of. be. Oh, go, depends yeah. on the part. Yes. I went
2: to Hollywood, Florida. The, Ooh. the uh, okay. The uh, improv there. And everyone's salsa dancing, and you know, and, and they all have tattoos, and they all work out a lot, and I, it, in their I'm Cuban like, way. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't have much in common with with people that <laughs> salsa dance, and that might sound racist. or something. It's about me not publicly enjoying dancing. That's gotcha. what it is. I can't do the Western jitterbug either. But anyway, <laughs> I did this show. I did not do well, and these women afterwards were buying me drinks. They're like, "We thought you were great." Uh, and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." And there's one guy with them about my age that was just quiet the whole time. And uh, and then these women who were like sixty five, they got me a lot of drinks. Uh, they said we're gonna go get our daughters, uh, and come back. You, do you want to like hang out and party some more? And I'm like, with your daughters? Sure. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, this is getting good. And the guys like, well, I got I got drugs and stuff. And I was like, this Whoa. was a while ago. And I'm like, all right. Uh, well, uh, why don't you guys come back? And he said, well, I'll just hang out with you. So we I'm. My hotel was right there. I was in the Hard Rock. Went up to my room. With this guy? Yeah, yeah, and he was being normal. I got red flags all over this. He's just hanging out with old ladies? I woke up. uh, This is a travel... I woke up against the chair, like I was leaning at the bottom of the chair where my knees are, and my head was kind of that side, and I couldn't move. And he was across the room jerking off. (laughs) And he wasn't naked... I was not naked, but his hand was in his pants. He was, he was either getting ready for something horrible or he was just kind of shyly. Uh, oh my god! accosting me visually, and I immediately was like, "My pants are on it," and I was like, "Please stop doing that." And he was just like, well, "I'm not gay," so it's no, just as I'm like I don't. We're care. just pals here. I don't care out. if you're gay. That's not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you need to stop making me feel uncomfortable, and we need to figure out why I feel as though I've been drugged. But I realized right then, he's not the one that was giving me drinks, so maybe put something
1: in. Oh, my God. Or maybe
2: these women. If it's some weird thing where these women wrangle someone for him to be, it's like in Pulp Fiction, Zeb, we got another wow. one. Was, remember memory. Bring that? out like, the gimp.
1: Yeah. You could be a, the new gimp, maybe.
2: And I got, I got That's up. That's scary. I got, and he went into the bathroom. And it, it kind of just was awkward after that. It wasn't – everyone was I, after that. When I've told that story, everyone's like, why didn't you just kick his ass? I'm like, because once a guy's jerking off, it's elevated to a hate crime. Plus, <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't – I was confused. I wanted to know why I had been drugged. But the guy wasn't. He was across the room. But it was – This is in your, we, in
1: your room? Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. So, of course, he came He ran. And then I, I, was, I was late for my
1: flight. Uh, yeah, and how much later was this? Do you remember going up after the show and oh, waking up? What I was the time lapse? Me
2: here? waking up was like four. Me hanging out and talking to the, and going to my room and everything went as late as three,
1: or or so. no. I mean, when you went up to the room, yeah. About what w- time? That was about three yeah, in the that
2: morning. Was like three, yeah.
1: But when did you wake
0: up?
2: Um, somewhere in between three and me getting the hell out of there at four. So. It wasn't a real
1: long time. Okay, I, so it wasn't. A, you but, weren't passed out for hours. No, no. That, okay, oh, that'd be scary. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. The lot can happen. In a... Yeah. Well,
2: I ended up with this weird tattoo of. A... <laughs> <laughs> and then I show you an actual weird tattoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You do have one there. Yeah, yeah. It's a band aid. It's covering. it. I had a bad. And then, then you're missing a kidney for some reason. I got a tattoo yeah. with this girl, and uh, and I covered it up with a band aid, but he shaded <laughs> it, and it looks like a corn dog without a stick. I don't know. It's a weird. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that that. That's that was really just a weird scary. thing I didn't talk about for a long time, but then, and then in town, uh, I was doing that real. I I was broke around then too, uh, but I I finally got this reality bites back thing, and we were shooting one day, and my bank kept calling, and I'm like ah, I just ignored it because we were on a set, we were right, and uh, they said that someone in Hollywood, Florida, spent four thousand dollars on my card, which was still in my your credit card. Or, yeah. Or debit, so or like- yeah. So either he grabbed like I had a couple t- taxi receipts where they just rub it. I think yeah, he yeah. grabbed one of those. Oh my god! My card was still. I don't know. So adding, yeah, Roofy you didn't jerked off at towards, <laughs> uh, and then and then and then uh, the identity theft thing. It was not that. That's. So every time someone mentions Florida I'm like nah nothing good comes out of Florida oranges only
1: You couldn't be more right about that
2: I just I they all I went to Ocala once and had a nice time that was like ranch <laughs> that was like they all that's a horse
1: community Uh so when are you two uh traveling together soon oh, uh, You and you and your fellow Oh
2: yeah no we uh we have a we got a nice little cabana that we rent <laughs> in the Marvis areas Still chronic still <laughs> chronically drugs me and, and, and masturbates. masturbates above me. But but everything else <laughs> is good. He does most of the housework. Now it's I never never saw him again. And <laughs> Did there you we, ever talk to the was club about a normal about him? looking dude. No, I kept it to my... I was embarrassed. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a weird. Because I don't know if happened. these
1: people show up every. Hey, a new comic in town. Yeah,
2: it's a weird story. I feel weird even telling it, but now I've I've, I've gone over it enough to where it's like, well, it's, I did
1: I did nothing wrong. Would it be weird if I loosened my pants right now?
2: Yeah, it would. I now I know to look. He was wearing <laughs> white like Cousin Eddie loafers from vacation. Oh, yes. That was the. You know, I'm like, seems like a normal dude, and I remember when he was leaving, I was like. I should have noticed those shoes. <laughs> that is a mastru- masturbatory uh, date rape. Those are molester guy. shoes. Yeah. Those, those really you are. You have molester loafers all over. They are patent leather <laughs> slip-on with a gold buckle. Like, that's so rapey. Uh, yeah, either. Yeah, that guy. Or either he's going to masturbate above you or, or try and sell you a Lamborghini. <laughs> that guy that wears those shoes. So, uh, uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been back to Florida. Yeah. I, I, uh, just, God, I don't know how we top that story. I it's uh, it's it's kind of a road story, yeah. <laughs> more than, but yeah, it's. I wish I want what I want to gather is less roofy stories and more like travel stories, you know. And then my passport and the Secret Service. I wish I had that. I <laughs> wish I had that story. I was late for the
1: UN meeting. Instead, you have a guy in Florida yeah. jerking off in yeah. your room. Yeah, that's
2: my. That's how I've seen the world. <laughs> That and a Canadian folk fest <laughs> Great
1: But it's so funny When people think about that stuff happening They're like, oh, I'll never go to Mexico Because, mm-hmm. you know, they can drug you And do you, you, this happened to you in, in Florida
2: Yeah, in a crowd like, And I remember uh, walking back with a dude And just seeing uh, uh, Dennis Rodman Wearing a bedazzled, like, Ed Hardy outfit yeah. Rapping with this Tejano band It's like <laughs> Is that? Because I thought he lived in Newport Beach. He's like rapping decently. Right. But about basketball and girls and cross-dressing, like all of his interests. <laughs> and uh, with this band that kind of wished he would quit being weird and leave. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's funny. That, that was, was in Florida as well? That's the best thing to happen in Florida, I think, ever. <laughs> Dennis Rodman rapping with a Tejano group. Uh, yeah, just there's like a promenade there at the
1: Hard Rock. So you got that and Gloria Estefan are the two greatest things that yeah, come Florida. Yeah. Florida. That story and Gloria Estefan. That's it. <laughs> I guess I guess Daniel Tosh <laughs> and orange juice, yeah, and oranges, just yeah, and oranges <laughs> in any capacity. So where's next for you? Where can people find you? What's uh, what about on TV? Where can they tune in? And season? yeah, every Thursday at nine
2: on World's Dumbest True TV. True TV, World's Dumbest True TV used to be Court TV, yep. and they play cops and stuff. So it's weird. This is like it's like America's Funniest Home Videos, where comics. Chime in and make, but a lot of the videos, I mean, it's the themes are like thrill seekers or hillbillies or criminal world's dumbest criminals. You know that that's what it was originally. So a lot of the times, I'm trying to make a joke about someone's parachute not opening or their ankle breaking <laughs> tragedy. So yeah, so you you got to be. Cr- it's hard work for tough, me. Though, yeah, I it's I like it. I like the challenge of like doing a lighthearted joke when something horrible is happening. How
1: dark do they let you go?
2: Because it. Apparently darker. Apparently darker than I've been getting. I like. I definitely can make fun of Tanya Harding, who's on there, and well, yeah, she's kind of. I make fun of Florida all the time, and
1: like they. Isn't it amazing how all the weirdest crime comes out of Florida? Mm. Like the weirdest. I mean, the latest, of course, is the face eating guy. Yeah, but there's always something. Whenever you hear the weirdest. Yeah Crime he, he just, And it was reported And he's like I bet it's Florida I bet it's yeah. Florida And if the guy
2: Hey look out It is Florida Unfortunately if the guy's More of a loner it, uh, It'll be Montana <laughs> yeah. yeah Every time that happens Some guy in a cabin Eating kids or, Was the
1: Unabomber up there or was, Yeah Was that yeah. Montana Yeah he was a uh, member Of the community boy. Yeah, sure. we, all,
2: we, we loved him He was our math tutor <laughs> But uh, it turns out he's a really bad guy <laughs> <laughs> Ted Ted Kazitsky uh yeah yeah so, but two I TV yeah every every Thursday at nine
1: is there a website or anything people can find oh, you oh mine
2: yes of course uh, ChrisFairbanks.com dot Chris com dot com and I'm I'm performing a lot around L A right now but I'll get back on the road I just got off from a long bunch of road gigs it was nice but mm-hmm. I kind of like being in town isn't it nice changing my cat's closet litter box <laughs> that I also use so you know. That's, uh, I'm, I'm in town for a little
1: bit, but yeah. All right. Chris Fairbanks, everybody. Thanks for coming, man. I appreciate it. Oh, I had a great time. Thanks.